0: What are some unique methods or strategies that you have for valuing commercial real estate assets? So we take a very, uh, I would almost say, I don't want to say it's pessimistic. We take a very, very conservative um, perspective. Uh, I'll tell you, uh, a lot of the consulting work we do, because we look, I probably look at 100 deals a week now. um, We really strip back all the layers of the onion. We really dig into the assumptions. Again, I, I'm gonna pepper you with some other quotes. One of my other favorite quotes, I think it I think it's from Mark Twain. I'm not sure. It's um, it goes something like uh, it's not what you don't, it's not what you don't know that gets you in trouble. It's what you think you do, you think you know and ain't so. And so, you know, assumption is the mother of all screw-ups. And so we really take a hard look at our assumptions um, and then peel back a lot of the noise. And there's always noise on, on any given deal. is um, again another anecdotal example. I've looked at you know, projects and offer memorandums where the IRR on a stabilized, you know, tier one hundred unit multifamily was 22%. And I can tell you these things don't, you know, quintuple, they uh, d- don't double every five years as a matter of general course, right? So again, unless there's something spectacular or a development play or something in, in terms of significant risk or value add, those numbers are inflated and they can be inflated in any you know, myriad number of ways, which I won't bore you with, but understanding your asset, understanding the risk you know, parameters and then Thirdly, I'd add to that is we don't we don't have positive exit assumptions. So, for example, if we underwrite it and we buy it at a six cap, we don't assume we're going to be able to sell it for a higher capitalization rate than where we bought it at. And what that does is it forces us when we go look at the rest of the numbers, whether it's ROI or IRR, when you have an exit cap that's equal to or less than your insurance cap, it really forces you to look at the cash flows of the property exclusively. And um, which is why, you know, to answer your question, the last portion of, of what we do in diligence that may differ is we don't ever assume appreciation. We, we tend to get it a lot, thankfully, um, but we need to make sure that the investments can sort of stand on their own purely based on a cash flow, uh, you know, return on uh, a cash or a cash on cash basis with no appreciation or, or you know, compression of, of, ca- of, uh, of interest rates. Um, and what we find is we usually underpromise and overdeliver, and, and you know, that's, we're very comfortable with, with that methodology. This content was created by commercialrealestate.com. Access our community, investment databases, training, and live events by visiting www.commercialrealestate.com.